0: Hey everyone, thank you for tuning in for another episode of my podcast. It's Evelyn, and I'm going to talk to you today about the spirit of giving because it's beginning to look a lot like Christmas, at least in thought. Anyway, I know that they have been preparing for the Christmas holiday since before Halloween. So at this point, I uh, am starting to consider what I can do for the holiday. And I don't know if as you're listening, you celebrate it or not. But before you tune away, I would just like to include that it's more about giving than it is about receiving. And uh, that is probably one of the best mantras that you can put out there in life. By the way, I apologize to everyone who listens to this for saying you know so much. It's my segue in between every word and it was something that I've talked about in this podcast before, which is another thing that I say all the time. Because those of you who have gone through the journey with me of every single episode know that I reference a lot because I feel like it all works in the same vibe and so I am referencing back a lot and I'm saying you know a lot so most of the time I don't even realize that I'm doing it I apologize ahead of time and hopefully you can stick with me for the long haul at any rate the holidays are coming at this point it is everywhere you go everything you look at maybe the weather might not be so Christmassy, or maybe it is, and you're starting to feel the feels that come along with the holiday. And I thought that it would be appropriate in this journey to share a little bit of what I I am headspace, right? So Each year for Christmas, I love to buy the gifts and do the wrapping and do the decorating. And I'm seriously, I grew up with a lot of celebrating of the Christmas holiday, a lot of church, a lot of, a lot of the stuff. Okay. A lot of celebrating. It was, you know, we have traditions. It's a thing. But as I've gotten older and as I live away From a lot of my family. I have also learned to appreciate those things. But it's more about the relationships that I have in my life. uh, And appreciating them and celebrating those as well. And also recognizing the gifts that I've been given in my life as a whole. Uh, The things that I'm thankful for that some people might not have. Rather than focusing on what I don't have, and everything that possession-wise that I have in my life, I've worked for, uh, and when I look at it, I am reminded of the work that I did to be able to earn it. But there are things in my life that are of no value, like they're they're of they're priceless in value because they mean so much to me, and I think that everybody should have those feelings and those relationships and those connections with people. And I think that it shouldn't be just at the holidays. I think it should be all the time. If you have that circle or you have that community or you have that, that bridge that you can build between yourself and the people that you care about, I think that that's really important and influential. And so this year, what i have done is i have contacted several of the charitable organizations in my community and i have offered to be able to i've offered myself in conjunction with the goals that they're trying to reach uh i don't know if i'd mentioned it before but the salvation army here has put out that just in my community, there are 5,500 families families that have pre-registered, isn't even the regular registration, for help for Christmas this year. And so I'm going to take a day, maybe several days uh, between now and Christmas, and I'm going to go down there and I'm going to donate everything that I possibly can, whether it be food or clothing, or my time, or I'm serving food, or I'm delivering food, or even if, I I, I don't even think at this point, because I'm feeling just so involved with my goals and and my spiritual self and reaching the next level and, and trying so hard to be of service of some kind to as many people that need it, I would even stand in front of a grocery store and ring a bell. I'm not even beyond it. I'm not kidding. I would totally do it. Um, but that was one of the, the organizations I've gotten involved with recently. And I'm um, trying to figure out what it is that they need me to do and when. So I can slip it into the calendar. I also know that as the weather starts to get a little colder, they need uh, blankets. They need socks. I did it last year it's a whole drive. I'm all into it. Uh I you know, have a lot of doubles of everything just because when we bought our house, it was turnkey. So we had a ton of stuff anyway. Uh and then we just had double of everything. And so each year, at the end of the quarter of the year, I go through and I start to Tasmanian devil everything and put everything into sections that can be donated to those in need. And um, I don't really sell a lot of things or anything like that. I do give a lot to Goodwill, uh, which I've talked about in episodes past because I write it off on my taxes Uh, also. So I'm giving, but I'm also receiving. So that's nice. Um, Not a lot, but I am. And, you know, aside from Goodwill, there are blankets, pillows, pillowcases, linens, towels, sheets, everything that could benefit somebody else that they would need that they don't have. I will go and deliver to places. Uh, last year when I did it, they said that hardly anybody had come, which had completely floored me. Uh, There were people that were standing at the gates whenever I drove up that were, you know, super excited. And then there were some people who were a little standoffish. Uh, And I had, you know, a trunk and a backseat full of, you know, all of those things. Blankets, linens, sheets, anything that I absolutely could. When I was growing up, it was very important in my family that we were put in positions where we had to serve others. So, uh we worked at church fish fries at uh you know for Lent. I grew up Catholic and you know, we were very active in, you know, fundraising and serving food and you know, being part of a volunteer program. And when I was in high school, we did the same thing. We were a part of you know different organizations that gave and we I was in chorus I can't hold a tune to save my life just a side note but I was in chorus along with a ton of other activities where we would go to like uh, different state schools and sing and you know put on shows and act and just to bring joy and bring happiness to people who normally would not be privy to you know that type of energy, which is awesome. Um, and then when I got into college, we did the same thing. There were, uh, different times that we could donate, uh, our time, our efforts, our, you know, clothing, our blood. Every single time I have the opportunity to give blood, I do, um, just because you never know who's going to need it. You never know who's going to need it and what they need it for. And that could be the pint. That could be the pint that makes the difference. And so it's not just this time of year. It's any time of year that you're able to give anything that you are, you don't need, that's not serving a purpose for you, that may be taking up too much room anyway. Uh, my rule of thumb for my closet is anything that I haven't worn in a year. I was a little lenient this year because of COVID, but uh, because I don't go places very often and and they're still opening things up and things like that. But, uh, you know, usually if I haven't worn it in a year, I will donate it. I have a lot of multiples of things like that as well, just from fluctuating weight. I was able to wrap up a bunch of the heavier clothes that I had and heavier I mean like larger and you know wrap them up and send them different places as well. Uh, There were letters that were sent to me, uh, communication, whether it was on Instagram and stuff like that, of people that, you know, are starting their VSG journeys or starting their weight loss journey that saw my before and after pictures or are following the podcast and they know that I have been on this journey for quite some time now and they've asked me you know do you have any larger clothes do you have any ones that you kept around you know and of course I keep my like favorite stuff around because whenever you have a weight issue at least for me I always look in the mirror and I see that same person no matter how much weight I've lost and this sucks No matter how much weight I've lost, I still see the same person because I see people as souls. I don't see them as bodies, which works for other people as it does for me. Occasionally, I do, you know, put on a pair of pants and realize that I've lost a couple sizes and I'm like, oh my gosh, you know, and that's usually when the before and after pictures take place is when I'm having that, you know, light bulb moment, but You know, more often than not, I I am oblivious to, you know, the the vision, you know, part of weight loss. I'm I'm a very visual person, but unless I'm putting something on and it, it didn't fit me before, and all of a sudden it does, I'm like, oh my goodness, you know, I'm actually reaching some goals here. So I was able to wrap up a bunch of those things finally come to terms with the fact that they're hopefully never going to get into those again uh and wrap them up and send them to people and I've watched those people grow out of my clothes too which is awesome because uh, a lot of them have personalities on Instagram they've got you know stories that they're sharing with people uh they've got YouTubes oh my gosh I've got one friend uh in California, And she is a great, great friend of mine. She's become a great friend of mine. And I found her, uh, before I was to have my surgery, I found her on YouTube and she was not a professional YouTuber at all. And she knew that uh, people would be out there looking for direction on what to eat, what to keep them inspired, what to keep them motivated, uh, who to talk to and when, what to eat, what to measure, what to expect what to shop for, you know, all of that kind of stuff. And I was doing the same thing. I was on YouTube and reading all kinds of stuff and trying to figure out what to expect from that. And uh, we found each... Well, I found her, right? So she had her surgery a week before me. And I was so nervous. I was so scared. Never had surgery before that I could remember. I had my tonsils taken out at one point, but I didn't remember that. And... I didn't know. I didn't know if I would never be able to look at certain foods ever again. I, I, you know, a food is an addiction, right? I've talked about that. Don't want to get too far off topic here, but, uh, I, I started f- commenting to her on her YouTube platform and every single day she would film a video and she had her surgery before me Well, she had a different experience. And hers did not go well as far as the pain and everything. So instead of it making me feel good about what was going to happen, it scared the crap out of me. Like I was like, oh my goodness. I was, I was, you know, starting to really like, oh my goodness, what, what happens? What happens if that happens to me? Well, at any rate, got through it okay she turned out okay and we just started talking all the time she started responding to my comments that I was leaving to her because I was asking her questions like you know did that pain go away or do, do, do you feel it when you eat this what do you eat you know like I was just asking her all these questions that are normal for people who have just had surgery and we became such great friends okay so we talk every day every day to this day and it's been two and a half plus years okay And so one of the things though was, is that she was several, several hundred pounds and, um, I, I was a little less. So uh, as each of the clothings that would not fit me anymore, I would, you know, consider sending them over to her. And if I didn't, I would surprise her with a congratulations. You lost, you know, X amount of pounds. So here's a pair of jeans. You know, like I would send her an outfit or something like that for the longest time. I just had so much fun with her with that. But again, giving, giving is the, is the main thing idea here um just because it 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 comes it 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 comes to you with such a blessing that it it almost becomes a, a an an efforts for the greater good to be able to share those blessings with other people i'm going to go to a commercial real quick uh so please stay tuned And we will be back to talk about these blessings and givings and the season and Yuletide in just a moment. Thank you so much for listening to that commercial. I hope that you were able to take a break and whatever you needed to do. I know it was quick. I'm glad it was quick. Uh, Commercials are never fun. Let's be honest. I'm being honest right now. The point of everything that I'm trying to say is, and I mean, don't get me wrong. I love nice things, and anybody who knows me knows that I'm no—I I do not step away from that or uh, pretend like that's not me at all. I, I like nice things, but the point of everything in this episode is, is recognizing when you're in a place that you can give. And even if you don't have anything and you're living in a, on a, under a bridge in a cardboard box, you can give pieces of yourself that can help others. And that is one of the best influences that if I have any control over on any type of platform whatsoever that you can give to somebody else. Now you can't expect the same thing in return because then it doesn't, It doesn't make sense that way, right? So you have to first recognize everything that you have that you don't use, that you don't need, or that you can afford to be able to share. And it could be thoughts. It could be lessons. It could be encouragement. It could be inspiration, motivation. It could be something that costs you nothing but could mean everything to somebody else. Identifying what that is is going to be your first thing. And then going to the material, the, the, the substance, anything that you have that you don't use, obviously, those who need it the most are the people. I uh, had been watching for a while these videos that I've talked about on here before that are called Soft White Underbelly. And the Soft White Underbelly videos, I haven't watched them in a while uh, because, again, Going back to some of the uh, items in the previous episodes, it got a little negative for me. Not in general, but just a realization that there was this niche of people that I could not help. Uh, that literally, if you go out there and you try to help them, they will kind of mind screw you into thinking that you're helping them when really they're just using your means for different um. Uh, for for different things, right? Drug-related, uh, lifestyle-related. It's something within them that they have to heal, right? So I went through this phase where I was watching, you know, people that were living on the street in Skid Row in Los Angeles when I was there uh, this year. Uh, we had driven through there or something like that. And I remember seeing what you only see really on TV. The tents were crazy. The the drains were full of syringes. Uh the people that were walking around. I mean we saw naked people, we saw dirty, uh people that you know, were not in their right minds. A lot of them on Skid Row are not. And my instinct was help them. Help them get out of the car help them cook for them drop food off do whatever you can obviously we don't live in Los Angeles so that wasn't an option but I was also disheartened incredibly thinking that there were people out there who were living this life and it made me feel like the life that I have been given has been so wonderful uh, in so many different ways and what a blessing it is that I would be able to help anybody anybody with anything right and that's so much taken for granted, myself included. That 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 whole thing is something that when you sit back and you think about it, really the necessities of life are pretty simple. However, it is important that when you get beyond simple, when you get beyond those necessities in life, that you make the efforts to identify. And then be able to offer those items out. And, and that was something that I think was the direction that part of me wanted to go in with the podcast in itself. Uh, but then also to help myself realize what the hustle is for, what the strive is for, what... Is more important your health your finances your budget you know your psychological state of your state of mind right or the influence you have on other people where does it land right and what identifies you as a giving human being or a taking human being now I mean we've all met the leech person right in life occasionally you'll meet someone who's a taker 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 and you know that's their journey whatever right but I know in my life I don't want to be that person right so uh in 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 the hustling mentality I also don't know if I'd appreciate the things that I have had they been given to me had I not worked for them I can't really say either way but uh I know uh that because I'm in such deep appreciation for all the gifts that I've been given there's not a day that goes by that i'm not thankful and that i'm not thinking about the people in my life that have come into it that have not given me a single physical thing that have given me so much perspective on life so much direction on what road to take what path to pave what light to shine like numerous amounts of people that have been messengers along the way so far in my life that have helped me tremendously beyond the amount that any price tag could ever show. And so in the spirit of the season of giving, I remember one time I was at the mall in Pennsylvania and I was in a bookstore and I looked and there was a dollar bill, like a real dollar bill hanging from one of the shelves and I looked at it and there was a note on top of it and it said, this is a random act of kindness. This dollar is for you. And of course I didn't take it. I wanted somebody else to have that dollar, but I thought, oh my gosh, how cool. And then every year I decided that when I would go to Starbucks, again, you all know that it's my favorite coffee ever and I'm there every day. Um, I would start paying for the person behind me's order regardless of how much I gave, right? So then hopefully if it all went down, then they would start paying for the person behind them and so forth. Well, I like to do things like that too. The random acts of kindness because of the light that it brought into my life when I found that many years ago in Pennsylvania, Uh, And I've also, I've seen like people put a 20 out, people, you know, put a five out at different places, but that was the first time. And that really resonated with me. Uh, So now every single time I have the opportunity to donate anything ever, if I'm in the cashier line, if I'm walking past the red bucket at Christmas time, every single time, I used to go to the grocery store every single day when I worked in the office and every day I would walk past the red bucket and I would be like oh my gosh this is costing me a million dollars I'm I I am giving more money to the bucket than what I have you know but I couldn't in good heart walk past that person who was standing in front of that grocery store ringing that bell with so many people ignoring them just walking by them like they're not even standing there and not give them anything. So I ended up going to the bank and having uh, like a, a 20 to $30 cashed into quarters. And then every time I'd walk by, I would just throw some quarters into the buckets. So that way I could give some, you know, every time I was at the store. Because I was at the, there every day for lunch. Uh, and... It's just the little things like that, the little things that add up to big things and the little thoughts that end up changing people's lives. And I think that's one of the biggest things that people don't realize either is that it doesn't take money to be able to give a portion of yourself, your thoughts, your expertise, your, you know, strengths your stories of inspiration that could lift somebody up from the the shallows of where they're at in their life. Everybody's going through something different, right? Everybody is feeling a, a different feeling. Maybe you're the happiest person in the world this month. Maybe you're the saddest person in the world this month. Maybe you're grieving, you know, but somebody could tell you a story about something that they've been through and it makes you feel like your life is not that bad if it's your problem that you're having and someone's giving you that advice. And that is something that is also so underrated and doesn't cost you a penny but that it could be worth its weight in gold and that's amazing i i just love that uh and it's it's the season for recognizing that it's the season for realizing that you can be so much for so many other people just by utilizing the resources that you're in And, uh, you know, being truthful, you know, and not denying that you might like nice things. You you like to travel. You like to go on trips and, and, and things like that when you can. But I'd also love in my life at some point to do some sort of mission. Or, you know, go and talk to people on a, you know, a bigger scale. and Have the guts to be able to talk in front of a bunch of people. That would be great. And share with them some of the stories of the things that I've been through that someone else could learn from, you know, and, and inspire people. And while you're out and you're doing your Christmas shopping and you're doing all of the things that you may be doing out there and and you're singing the songs and you're feeling the feeling you're trimming the tree you're doing all the stuff still do those if you can good for you if you cannot then that's okay too because that's not every day should be about who you are and finding out what you can offer others and you know it could be opening a door for somebody or helping somebody with their groceries or, you know, seeing a neighbor struggling with some garbage and going out to help them. Uh, paying for the person behind you is coffee. But it all will add up to something so big and so beautiful and so awesome that it starts with the little things. And those little things become big things. And that's so important. Hopefully you were able to get a lot out of this podcast episode. Hopefully you didn't think it was cheesy at all. I, you know, speak what's on my mind very often, and in the spirit of giving and everything that we've all just been through with the pandemic and job losses and job gains and and all of those recessions and, you know, medical bills. Oh my goodness, don't even get me started. Everybody needs anything that they can. Everybody needs to connect. Everybody needs to unify. And I, I, I love being unified. I love uh, feeling connected. And so hopefully you do too. And uh, hopefully this episode was able to strike you in such a way that you had some light bulbs go off. And thank you so much for listening as always. And uh, until next time, uh, have a great morning, a good afternoon, and a good night.